Hey guys, we are so excited to share some big news with you. We are having our first annual Busy Moms Spring Fling event on Saturday, May the 6th at Revive Cafe from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The event will feature vendors that we featured on our podcast or will be featuring in the near future. The event is free and open to the public. See you there. Hey guys, I'm Carla. And I'm Kristen. And we're the Busy Moms. We have with us Whitney Sinyard, and she is a mortgage lender at Frankie Wink a Lending Company. So let's welcome Whitney. Hello. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, we're so excited that you're here. Um, So first of all, we know you're a mom. So tell us a little bit about mom life, your kids, um, just life at home, how it goes. (laughs) The podcast is fitting because it's busy, as we all know. Um, I have a 16-year-old daughter and I have a two and a half-year-old daughter. So at least my 16-year-old has got her license now. She can do a little bit on her own. So it's allowed me a little bit more freedom, but the two and a half year old, she's, she takes up a lot of our time. She's very rambunctious. She is at a very fun age and talking and (laughs) playing and we're finally potty trained. Yay. Thank goodness. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We got over the hurdle. So, um, my oldest daughter, she cheers, um, for West Limestone there. She's on the varsity squad for her second year this year. So she's very excited about that. Um, we're getting into summer workouts and camps and they're going to Auburn this year. So she is super, super excited about that. So that's one of her top contenders for college. So hopefully that goes well for her. Yeah, hopefully it does. Yes. Yes. I get a little momcation for like three days. Uh, Yeah. So I can drive her down, drop her off and, you know, be, be around the the neighborhood if she needs me. So we're excited about that. And they'll have a big showcase on their last day. So we get to see them perform all the things that they've learned and, that's so cool. Yes, yes. Is that with the high school? It is. Oh, mm-hmm. that's yes. so neat. Mm-hmm. I love that. And since I was camp or whatever. Yes, okay. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So as a cheerleader in high school, I still get to live a little vicariously <laughs> yeah. through my daughter. I'm like, yay. Oh, yay. I love that. <laughs> doing gymnastics we got her a balance beam for mm-hmm. her birthday and i'm always in there playing on it not her yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I need to try this <laughs> like can i still do this yes no probably not yeah. well my two-year-old was like can you still do a cartwheel and i was like no i better not probably can but i better not right so yes i go out on it every time i try i'm just like ooh, there goes my body yes <laughs> Pulled every muscle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now I can't walk. So oh, this is going to be a fun couple of days. Yeah, I sneezed wrong two days ago and hurt my back. So I better I, not be doing a cartwheel. I hate that so much because you feel like in your head you can still mm-hmm. do everything. Oh, for sure. You know, and then you're like, oh, I got this, and you do something like a flip or something, and you're just like, I don't. Oh, yeah. I, got I this. still feel in my head like I can do a toe touch. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I cannot do a toe touch. Oh, yeah, like. There's even on a trampoline. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gotta work on that flexibility. Just we were in a mommy and me class for a while, me and Sloan, and I would still try to like do all the like, you know, like you on the trampoline, you jump and you could land on your back and pop mm-hmm. back up straight. I mean, that used to be like something that was super simple. And I did it and I went into like a front tumble type thing. And it took me like five minutes to like, 
for the room to stop spinning. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I know. That's what I've noticed too. Like just everything spins and like my head, like the pressure in my head, I just mm-hmm. can't like bend down. So yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Oh, I hate it. Okay. Well, we got off topic then a little bit. Right? That's okay. Um, but that's what we do. That's what we right? do. That's right. We're busy moms and we're also multitasking brain moms. Yes. <laughs> Very yes. true. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what you do for work. So I'm a mortgage advisor at the Bank of Frank Ewing, like you said. Um, I just help people get into their homes. Typically, people look at this as like a sales role. I am not a salesperson. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I have people that they call me, they have questions. And all I do is answer their questions. A lot of people don't know where to start. They're first time yeah. home buyers, or maybe they had a bad experience with their first or second or third home. You you never know what people have had to deal with in the past. So. I was not in this position um, previously. I worked as like a mortgage processor and I got a job at the bank doing something totally different. Then they decided to open up a mortgage department and they came to me and they were like, hey, we want you to do this. We're, we're going to do this and you're going to go tell people about it. So my boss, John Kendall, he actually tricked me uh, into taking this job. So and then I just happened to be good at it. So it worked out. Um, I love what I do. I love being able to know that um, people have never owned the home, the American dream. You know, that's that's part of what I love. They want to go buy their first house. They get excited when they're yeah. shopping. And I get to be a part of that. And these customers that we help, the clients, they become friends. So and cool. so I get to watch them. They bought their first house. They got married three months later. Yeah. They invited me to the wedding, you know, and now they're expecting their first child. And they're having all these memories unfold in their first home. And I got to be a part of that. Very that cool. is why I do this. Yes. That is, that's the most rewarding part, I feel like, you know, where you have a veteran that's been overseas for X amount of years and he comes home and he maybe he has a job, but he doesn't know where to start. And his family's been moved around and relocated eight, 10, 12 times. You never know what they've been through in the past. And they're finally ready to put roots down somewhere. And you get to be a part of that. You get to help somebody that has helped us. If it wasn't for that individual, we wouldn't be here. Every little bit counts when you're in that military position and, that is also something that's very near to my heart is making sure that those veterans and their families are taken care of because we can't even imagine the sacrifice that they have made yeah. for this country and for us. So I go above and beyond for those guys. Uh, I really amazing. try to make it easy and, and, and good for them. I want everybody to have a good experience. That's amazing. I love that. Like how, well, how did you end up? Like, was that your first job that you ever had or? No, I was actually, so I'm actually a biology major. Um, very weird situation. I was working at a pharmaceutical company in Decatur. I had a friend that was in this line of business and she called me up and said, Hey, our company is hiring. I think you would be great for this job. I know you know nothing about it, but I will teach you. If you're willing to do it, I will teach you. Um, at the time, my mother was going through cancer treatments from leukemia. I, ha- I was a single mom at the time. I had my oldest daughter and I was having to get up at 4 a.m. every morning to get to Decatur by 6. I was having to pay a babysitter to help with my daughter. I was home late in the afternoon, 6, 7 o'clock. I was working 12, 14 hour days and I was exhausted. I was spending no time with my family. I wasn't getting to take care of my mom the way I needed to. And I just said, okay, I'll do it. And I took a leap of faith, total career change. Um, 
and it was probably the best decision I've ever made. That's so cool. I just I happened to be good at it, and then I yeah. was promoted and promoted, and it just all evolved. And then, as we all know, the mortgage rates went crazy last year, and <laughs> I ended up getting laid off. Um, I lost my job, and I didn't work for three or four months, I guess. And I just took that time. I just yeah. stayed home. My kid was, you know, she was still in the baby phase. So yeah. we played outside and in the swimming pool. And I just, I wasn't in a rush to find a job. Yeah. I wanted to find what was a good fit for me. The Bank of Frank Ewing called me for a loan review specialist is what they initially called me for. So I went to work with those guys. Loved it. Um, it's really like a big family there. That's and neat. then after being in that position about three months, they decided to open up the mortgage department. So God put me in the right place at the right time. Yes. And I feel like I'm finally in my calling. That's what so cool. I say. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Yes. I can like, I can just see like on your face. Yes. Just yeah. How much it's, it's been a blessing in a great way. It's so. been, it's been a blessing. That's amazing. Yes. yes. I can tell too. I love it. Mm -hmm. Right. Give me tingles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the feels, right? All the yes. feels. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, so you said that you did this to spend more time. Mm -hmm. You took this job and it gave you a little more flexibility to yes. spend with your family. So what are your hours and where are you going now? And Oh my goodness. Um, well, I took it initially because of the flexibility and the hours, but this is kind of a job that never stops. You know, I was on quote vacation last week, <laughs> but I still have to make sure that my people are taken care of there. Are, I don't really have set hours. Of course, I'm up every morning. I'm working. I'm making sure everything's taken care of and done. But I try to wind down in the afternoons. There are going to yeah. be situations yeah. where, you know, I have a, a client that's fell in love with a house and they're going to stop accepting offers at 10 p.m. and they need to get it in. So. I'm sitting at the living room table. I'm working. We're putting a puzzle together with the left hand. We're typing with the right hand. And I just make it happen. Yeah. I have to make it happen for my family. I have to make it happen for my clients. And it's challenging finding that balance sometimes. Um, but at the end of the day, my family is loved. They're taken mm -hmm. care of. My clients are loved and they're taken care of. And I've done my job. Right. I can go to so bed at night. At home I do. Okay. I work at home some days. Um, I have a physical office in Pulaski, Tennessee at okay. that branch. So I try to go physically into the office two or three days a week to be present, yeah. you know, for my colleagues and the team camaraderie yeah. that we have there. It's a great thing. Great team. Um, so I try to be a part of that. And then I try to work. I say at home, but I'm out doing things. You know, I'm coming yeah. here with you guys yeah. or. I'm going to a radio talk show or I'm meeting with clients that, you know, can't come to the office or maybe they don't understand and we need to sit down and have a cup of coffee and I just explain everything to them. Yeah. Um, meeting with realtors, having lunches with people, things like that. So my two days at home are sometimes not at home, but right. um, it keeps me busy. It's, it's keeping me young. I think uh, <laughs> having to be on the go so much. So I'm thankful for that. Um, but it's overall, it's a great experience. And I'm, I'm very thankful to be in this position. For someone you can trust to help you make the best financial decision for your needs, contact Whitney Sinyard at the Bank of Frank Ewing today. Contact her by calling 256-497-2661. It's a beautiful day for an approval with Whitney. What's like the biggest challenge of your job, do you think? The biggest challenge? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's a tough question. 
I would, I would probably go back to the balance, um, making sure that not only your family, but, you know, as moms, we're kind of, sometimes we get burned at both ends. Mm -hmm. I think balance of working, whether it be my job or home, and then your self-care. Yeah. Yes. Making sure that you're taking care of yourself, whether it be physically or mentally, emotionally. I think that's one of the bigger challenges is just knowing when to cut off all of those things and say, I need 15 minutes for me. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it be a shower, a bath, you got to leave the house by yourself and listen to the radio and, you know, 90s R&B rap music. And you're just yeah. driving down the road with the windows down. Whatever it takes to find that moment for yes. yourself. I think that's the most challenging part of working at the bank, being a mom, being a wife, taking care of your house. When are you taking care of yourself? Mm -hmm. That's the challenge. And it, I think not just for me, but both of you, oh yeah. all the moms out all there. The moms. Yeah. yeah. All the moms is when do I have 10 minutes for myself? And I'm sure that everyone can relate. We go to bed sometimes and think, <laughs> What did I do today? What, what, yeah. did what did I do today? I waited on everyone but me. Mm -hmm. I don't even have time to read five pages in that book. I'm so tired. Yeah. And then it lays there on the nightstand and it lays there and six months go by and you're like, I have to start all over because right? I don't even I remember. I don't even remember. Um, oh gosh, I've done, I did that with a book for the longest time. And then finally I was like, I don't think this book is for me. Like, I just don't think I'm going to read it. It's too long. It's going to take yes. way too much time to like start over again. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, but you're right. I mean, it is challenging and I'm um, just finding the balance is hard for, I think a lot of moms, mm -hmm. whether you're working full time, whether you're a stay at home mom, um, Yes. Yeah, just in general. And I think each one of those have two different challenges. You know, my best friend is a stay-at-home mom. She has two boys and she's exhausted in other avenues, you know, because she never gets a break. Yeah. You know, at least while I'm out having lunch or going to the bank yeah. and I'm blessed that I have family that watches my, my child, but she's, she's burned at both ends in another aspect where, mine is different yeah. it, and it all looks different and one isn't greater than the other. I can't, you know, for a while when I didn't work and I was a stay at home mom full time, I just remember thinking I'm more tired mm -hmm. than sometimes when I go to <laughs> yeah. work. My goodness, it's, it's exhausting. Um, so I think that both of those roles have challenges and, you know, everybody gets into that mom debate. Of, oh, well you get to stay home with your kids. Oh, well you get to go to work, you know, we have to give each other grace because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we're all just trying to keep these tiny humans alive right. and fed right. and clean clothes. And and yes, yes, yeah. yes. So respect and power to all the moms. Right. All of it's them. It's the hardest job in the world. It is. Yes. I yes. really do. Yeah, it is. And you know, it's funny you thinking about that. Like I used to work full time and oftentimes I think, man, how would I work full time mm -hmm. and do this? Like not podcasting, but like having Sloan, you know, mm -hmm. I just think to myself sometimes like, what would I do? You know, yes. and like, how did I have time to do anything? And I, and really even not working full time, I still feel like I don't have time mm -hmm. to do oh, yeah. everything, you know? Yes. I mean, I guess I am working full time, but I don't know, like around the yeah, clock, you're right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I know. I feel like all I do is like, <laughs> just from like one thing to yes. the next, yes. to yes. the next, to the next, to the next. And that's how like, it goes okay. some days. And yeah. I'm, that's like not the type of person that I am. You know, I'm very much like whatever, whatever goes. But like, so like when life starts getting too much like that, that's when I feel like, okay, <laughs> I need a break. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh gosh, you know I do that. I'll text Kristen. Will like text me about something, and I'm like, I really just don't know right now. <laughs> like I'm, I don't even have time to look at my calendar. <laughs> I'll text you later. You know, it's like I just there's always something. It seems yeah. like so. And the age is hard too. You know, yes. two and a half. Yes. Kristen's is four. Mine's four, right? Five, right? Just turned five. No, didn't Sloan just turn four? Oh no, yeah, I think my mom. I was like, yeah, like your kid is five. Mine is four. Yeah, but mine, you know, just turned five and eight, and it's like, you know, you're still in that like busy hustle and bustle, mm -hmm. and you know, you having a two and a half year old like essentially started over. Yes, I did start over. How was that? Um, I don't know. You know, it's like I had forgotten how to be a mom in some aspects because I'm like. <laughs> Okay, I don't remember this with the first one, or did I do this with the first mm -hmm. one? Why am I doing this with the second one? Um, you know, it's just, it was so weird, and it was, I was really worried, honestly, because my oldest daughter had just been an only child for so long. I was right. like, oh my gosh, how is she going to react? How is this going to work? How is all the feelings and emotions in my house, you know, going to gonna work? It was, I, I don't know what we ever did without the baby. Yeah, because now it's just like the the relationship that she and her sister have is precious. That's like awesome, yeah. it is precious. Mm -hmm. They are, and she helps me. Oh my gosh, my oldest one is just she's a helper, and Aww. you know she jokes all the time. She never wants to have kids, but she has <laughs> such a little mom inside of her. You know, yeah. she helps me. She gives baths, and she's you know the little one now. She's old enough to say no. I want Sissy to give me a bath. Aww. Because she runs five inches of bubbles and they use right. stupid bathtub crayons. Um, I saw that on your face. Yes. Right? So, like, you know, <laughs> she used to do the fun things now. So, Sissy is the cool one. Um, whereas mom's like, no, we don't, we're not going to do that anymore. We're throwing these in the garbage. You know? <laughs> so, uh, it's They're the balance is great. The they are the worst. You cannot get those things off. It will never happen. In my I've got mine taking showers now because I'm just like, okay. Showers, you get in, you get out. You don't mm -hmm. have to sit there and play. You don't have to color on the walls because really it drives me crazy to clean it up. And yes. it's just like, like bath to me is like you get in, you wash your body, you wash your hair, you get out. You mm -hmm. don't need to play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like it makes me crazy when they're like, can I just stay and play? And I'm like, you can play at the pool this summer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to play in the bathtub. But I'm also not a bath person. So okay. I just don't. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I, but if I do take baths, it's like to relax. Like mm -hmm. I'm not in there playing. Yes. You know, obviously. You don't mind bathtub crayons? No, I'm, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drawing on the wall. I take my, um, my iPad. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And I'm usually, it's funny, yes. I'm usually working these days in my baths, which is weird. Well, don't drop it in the tub, Kristen. I've done that several times. Not with the iPad, but with my phone. I'm on number two. Oh, goodness. Like, oh, really? <laughs> I know many people that have done that, and I'm like, oh, Lord. Mm -hmm. I'm always so scared. So I definitely do not bring my phone. Like, even in the shower, 
I know a lot of people that like prop their phone up in the shower because you know supposedly they're waterproof now or you know, I do water resistant. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm so scared to do that. Yes. I'm like I'm gonna be I'm the one whose phone mm-hmm. will stop working, yes. and then I like won't know what to do with my life. <laughs> I'm too accident prone. I'm I'm too accident prone. Right. I can't. I'll re- I will replace those screen covers on my phone like probably once a month. Really? Because it's just always getting dropped and. The, the thing is cracking and I can't stand it because mm-hmm. I'm crazy OCD. I cannot stand the cracks in the screen. So I have to go get another one and it'll be great and perfect. And then two weeks later, it's got a bubble in it or I dropped oh, it and it's bubble. cracked again. And I'm just like, ah. I can't handle the bubble. Mine's been cracked for like months. Like it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> I keep, I'm like, I'll change it one day, you know. At least it's not like your real screen. <laughs> I've had, I used to not put covers on mine and my real screen would crack. All the time. Well, not all the time. I say that. I've gone through like two or three where they did crack. And I'm just like, man, I'm not getting a new phone right now. But then it like gets to the point where you're like touching stuff and it's starting to like scratch your finger. It's like, okay, I guess it's time. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm getting cut by the glass. Yes. 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 It's so frustrating. All right. We're going to play the game of uh, things today. We haven't played things in a while. The song from uh, Price is Right is in my head right now. Come on down. Come on down. You're the next contestant on the Price is Right. Oh, actually, I think you have to say your name first. Carla. Oh, Lord. Yeah. All right. I guess I'll go. All right. Things you shouldn't say to your surgeon as your anesthetic kicks in. Gosh. Things you shouldn't say to your surgeon. How's your anesthetics? Well, I have a funny story that actually happened. Um, when I was getting my gallbladder out, it was right before Kirk and I were getting married. And I remember the anesthesiologist looking at me before he put me under and being like, if there's anything that you want to say, now is the best time to say it because you're going to be the most honest right now before I actually like black you out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And he was like, do you want to get married? <laughs> and I was like, yes, uh, I love him. Uh, and then I don't remember anything after right? that. Like, that was it. That's perfect, though, because that is a great way to like get some honesty out of some people, yes. I guess. I'm like thinking, like, what are you going to do if I said No, I know, right? Kirk's out. He's like, bye. Was have he in the fun, room? Have fun with no, your surgery. I don't know where he. I don't. I honestly don't remember anything other than that. Like that's. I, I must have been really close to like blackout. Yes. You know. Yeah. Because that's really the the last thing I remember. That's so funny. <laughs> I wouldn't even know like things you shouldn't say. I guess like you're so hot. <laughs> you're so good looking. <laughs> I've like a lot of people do that. I can't wait for you to cut me open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could say that. I've dreamed about this say. for years. No. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not like the movies. I know, right? <laughs> Never is. Things seagulls are actually saying when they squawk at each other. There's food over there. There's food over there. I saw a Cheeto. I saw a Cheeto. <laughs> Fish, fish, oh, squirrel. <laughs> Could be. All 
those things. My daughter, my oldest daughter, like laid down on the beach and she put a towel over her. And her friend put like Cheetos <laughs> or Doritos or something like on the towel so they would come and light on her because they had this genius idea that when it lit, they were going to like throw the towel over it and grab oh, it. How funny. Oh funny. It was a catastrophe. It was hilarious to watch. Right. Do you have it on video? Yes. That's so funny. But they never caught the sequel. So. Right. We have a video of me, speaking of two years old, my I was, let's see, I was eight. My sister was two, almost three. And I was holding her over the balcony. And she was Michael throwing, Jackson. She was throwing um, <laughs> crackers, <laughs> right? She was throwing crackers to the seagulls. And you can just hear it. My mom was filming because at first it was like innocent, you know, I was just like holding her and then like, like way up or she's like, Chris, I burn her. Don't drop her. Oh my God. I'm like, wait, mom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you are brave. We do have that on video. It's pretty funny. <laughs> you were two. No, my sister was. Oh, your sister yeah. Was I was like seven or eight. Oh, it had to be because I'm like six years older than her. So, okay. Yeah. I was like, dang. <laughs> no, I was like, hey. Oh, so you were a kid holding a kid. Yeah, a kid okay. holding a kid. Okay. And then it's just like too close. You yeah. Know. I got you. Yeah. I thought mom. you were an adult, like holding well, a kid. Scary. And I was like, man. Oh, no. Brave. No. Well, I don't know. I might. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. It's down there. Will you tell me what's down there? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Things that make your heart beat faster. Roller coasters. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Roller coasters. Yes. Roller coasters. People, um, when they tailgate me, it makes my heart beat fast because I don't like to be tailgated. I'm a speed limit driver. I'm yeah. a follower. Sorry. Um, but I, I don't know. I just don't like to be tailgated. It makes me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would make me nervous too. Yeah. Well, it just makes me mad. I'm just like, mm -hmm. where, where I get it. Like you have to be somewhere, but like, I literally could not go anywhere. Like the worst is when someone in front of you is yes. not moving and like the person behind you, I'm like, what do you want? Yes. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything. anything. That happened yesterday in Nashville. We wasn't in our lane, but the lane beside us. Um, there was a car that had kind of slowed down to let a car in front of them make a turn and the car behind them just like laid on their horn because they weren't going yeah. and they couldn't go because there was yeah. a, and they couldn't get over because our lane was like backed up. It was, it was like, whoa, you know, and my mother-in-law actually said that somebody brake checked someone in the Walmart parking lot near their house. And this is a Nashville too. And they like shot them. Like, got oh, out. Goodness. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that makes me nervous. Yeah. Road Ragers. I know. Road Rage is the worst. So, we actually had a situation last night. Um, we went to eat at Burrito Express, which is our favorite Mexican joint in town. Um, and we were pulling out at the red light. My daughter and her boyfriend were in front of us. And the light turned green. We were turning left headed like westbound on 72 and a van ran the red light oh no and like i'm watching this take place in front of me like my oldest daughter and her boyfriend and this van just barreling oh. towards them like you see in the movies how literally time just stops and everything is moving so slow and my husband and i are both in the car and we're just like screaming knowing that they can't hear us there's nothing that we can do and i'm so glad that they are diligent drivers because they were paying attention and as soon as he saw the van he was able to like 
like hit the gas like so fast. Yeah. I just seen his truck like take off and the van, I, I guess at the last minute realized what they were doing and slid. <gasps> and it was like oh. a piece of paper between the back of his truck and the front of this van. And I was just like, I was just froze and I was just sick. You know, oh, you yeah. just get this sick yeah. feeling and I didn't know what to do. And the van then turns in you know, so my husband turns around and he pulls up beside the van and he's like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, are you guys OK in there? What What's the deal? Like, yeah. you almost hit two 16 year old kids and that's not phone calls you want to make tonight to tell people that their children are in the hospital. Right. Like whatever's going on in this car, you need to pay attention. It was very young girls. It was a carload of them. I imagine they were probably talking. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but my knees were so weak and I just thought. I, I know that was that was my husband's initial reaction because, you know, we, our daughter just barely escaped a very, very yeah. terrible accident. And but then I thought he just got right out and walked up to that van. And we do not live in the same world we used to live in. Yeah, right. And I just, you know, on the way home after we all kind of calmed down, I said, hey, I don't know if that was the right decision for us to make to just will up on them and jump out and say, and he was trying to be very nice because I know they were probably also scared. Oh, Everybody yeah. makes mistakes. Yeah. But I just said that could have went differently, not only for our daughter, but for us, I, I don't think that that was smart for us to do that. So both of us were like, you know, you're probably right. Yeah. While we were both, I mean, and I don't know, I don't think he was necessarily coming from a place of anger, maybe a little bit yeah. because we would have had to watch that, but yeah, I just thought, man, and I told him, I said, y'all are young too. I said, that could have injured you also. Mm -hmm. I said, nobody wants to have to call their parents or their grandparents or, right. and say, Hey, you know, we've had an accident. You're in the hospital or somebody's hurt bad. I said, you know, they're getting ready to go into their junior and senior year of high school. Yeah. And what if they wouldn't have made it and got to see it? I said that oh, nobody in this situation was, in a fair position tonight. You guys yeah. need to slow down. It's terrifying. You need to pay attention. She's on the phone. She's got it in her hand. And my husband's like, put your phone down yeah. while you're driving. Like People I just run those lights on all 72 the time. all the time. Yes. And the time. I, my biggest pet peeve is when like, I'm going to turn left or right coming out of like, you know, Chick-fil-A or Starbucks mm -hmm. or one of those, you know, cause I feel like that light's really bad yes. too. Yeah. And like the person behind me will honk and I'm like, no, I'm making sure these mm -hmm. cars are stopped yes. before right. I go anywhere yes. because I have seen too many people run red lights yep. and I witnessed too many accidents right there. Like you can honk at me all you want, yeah, mm -hmm. but I'm not going until I see that everyone is stopped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the same at that light by Burrito Express and Walmart because it's, it's scary too. And I hate that because that's where we turn in to go to school. Yes. And Kyle had Olivia in the car one time and they turned and a car came barreling through and like barely missed them. Yeah. Yep. And, oh um, I mean, they were both, he was like, oh my gosh, it was so scary. Yes. So I just woke woo. up this morning still feeling like sick. Yeah, like, I would too. Like, I mean, that's making my heart beat faster. Yes. Just like listening to that story. Cause yes. I would have been. Terrifying. I don't know if my heart was beating faster. I think it stopped, honestly. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I just, oh gosh, I'm still just reliving it this morning. Oh, I yeah. can't get it off my I mind. I would have been sick too. Just like oh. driving down 72 in general, to me, mm -hmm. it also makes my heart beat faster. Yes. yes. <laughs> because 
people drive so fast and it's not even like the speed. I think they've lowered the speed limit like through that. Mm -hmm. Um, I noticed it the other day instead of 50, it's like 45 Mm -hmm. now, like going through that Chick-fil-A area. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, they're ignoring that. Those people are just, well, people drive like 60 or 70. I know. Like coming through there. And I'm just like, what? Like, right. where do I go? How do I get out of the yes. way? <laughs> I'm like, you can go. Who's going to run me over? Or like turning when we're like bad place. Like you, that same stoplight when you're leaving like Starbucks or um, Smoothie King, you have to be real careful because like if you're going straight into like Chick-fil-A yes. or like to go to, I go to the car wash a lot, mm-hmm. you know. People don't expect you to go straight for some reason. Right. Mm-hmm. And they like keep and they'll turn. turning. And mm-hmm. I've been just sitting there like in the middle of the road before because people just keep coming. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. And Kirk's like, just hulk. Keep going. Yeah, just like, hulk. Yeah. Like, I can't <laughs> keep going. They're going to hit me. Things that calm you down. Okay. Opposite. I was going to say that's a good that's a good lead in from things that make your heart beat faster. Yeah, massages are massage. good. I'm just yes. thinking, there's a place in Athens I want to try a new massage. It's not new, but I don't even know the name of it, but I saw it. Um, if you're at Village Pizza, that's my form of reference, and you're walking towards like Lucia's and Trinity's mm-hmm. and all that, it's like on that side street, like near the drugstore. Okay. Oh, I've been there before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got a prenatal massage there. Oh. You guys got me one. At work when I was at PRX. I just totally forgot about that. Um, you guys got me a prenatal. It was after my dad passed and I came home and you guys got me a prenatal that's massage right. there because I was pregnant. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, it was great. Okay. It was very relaxing. Cool. Mm. But yeah, things that calm me down. I think for me, like just honestly, like deep breathing or like having a moment by myself calms me down. I don't really have like a. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm always like this. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm always trying to calm myself down. Happy I love thoughts. yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking of happy thoughts, I guess. Happy thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Do you want to pick one? Yes. Things you would like to say to contestants on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen The Bachelor. <laughs> um, you're wasting your time. Yes. <laughs> he kissed the other girl last night. Right. <laughs> he doesn't love you. He does not love you. Right. He I thinks you're hot so. and that's it. Yep. There's no emotional connection. You guys are all on TV for the same reason. Yes. Move on. <laughs> and it's not to find love. Yes. Although people do find love on The Bachelor, I'm not going to knock it because some of the couples are really cute and I get it. Not sweet. Yeah. yeah. Overall, it's just entertainment, I think. Mm-hmm. Use code BUSY20 for 20% off when you shop radrags.com. That's B I Z Z Y. Two zero. Okay, so if someone wanted to use you as their mortgage lender, how would they get in touch with you? Um, easy. You can always call me. I pretty much have the phone glued to me all the time. Uh, my direct cell phone number is 256-497-2661. It's a pretty easy way to apply. Usually I reach out via phone. We talk. Just try to see what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish, You know, maybe a little bit of information about your financial situation, your employment, things like that. Um, We have this little link that I can send you via text message or email. It's a quick little thing. It takes like 10 or 15 minutes to complete a loan application. And if it's completed fully, you know, we can give a pre-qualification, meaning that just going off the information you've told me, we can kind of give you a yes or no answer, like same day, 
within okay. a couple within a couple of hours. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, are you strictly local or no? We can actually okay. do loans in all fifty states. Um, okay. Of course, my areas of specialty are limestone, Madison, and Giles County, uh, Tennessee. Those are my areas of of specialty. That's just where I'm local to. I know all of the things, all the ins and outs, the areas, the people. So, um, but if you're wanting to buy that condo at the beach or cabin in the mountains or ski home in Colorado, um, we'll do all those too. So that's great. Always just a a phone call away. Yeah. Always. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Um, and do you guys have like a Facebook page or anything? So we have a Bank of Frank Ewing Facebook okay. page that you can follow. I think hopefully in the future we're going to get one specific for the mortgage lending department. Okay. Um, I post a lot of stuff on my regular Facebook page. So anybody you can always friend me, follow me, Whitney Sinyard. Uh, pretty basic name, pictures, just myself. Um, you can always look up things there. I post lots of um I try to make them funny, you know, things that you can and can't do during your mortgage process. Don't move money. Don't get a gift from, you know, Aunt Karen and deposit $56,000 into your bank account. Don't go buy an RV three days before you close. Um, So I always post little funny things there and also like mortgage tips. You know, did you know that you can do this? Did you know you can't do that? Um, Lots of good information out there. If anybody has questions, if you've been renting for a long time and you feel like you can't buy, just reach out. Let's talk about it. I'm okay. never going to try to push somebody into something they're not comfortable with. Sometimes right. renting is a better option for people. Yeah. Um, I'm a mortgage advisor. It's my job is to tell you the best situation for you at this time. Okay. So that's the difference. Cool. I'm not going to try to push you or sell you into a loan that you're not ready to take on. Um, I think that's kind of what sets us apart at the bank. Frank Ewing is, like I said, we're not salespeople. We're people that want to help. Yeah. And that's the difference. So I love that. Let's just talk. There's no pressure. You don't have to sign anything. You don't have to fill anything out. You don't even have, if you don't want me to call you back, I won't. Yeah. Right. Let's just talk and see where you're at because you'd be very surprised what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. Yes. Well, so you mentioned in that, um, that there are some do's and don'ts. Can yes. you tell us some do's and don'ts for yes. our listeners? Okay. Yes. You mentioned a couple. Yes. But so there are some really let's, good do's Let's and do the, the do's. Okay. Keep paying your bills on time. Okay. Keep saving your money. If you have negative things on your credit report, let's look at them together. Sometimes yeah. it's good for you to pay those off. Others, it's good to just leave them alone. Um, you know, keep shop around for your homeowner's insurance. Things like that can save you thousands of dollars each year. People do not realize sometimes the money that they're throwing away in insurance. Um, I love all my insurance guys. and But you just have to be careful because yeah. sometimes what you need on your house your neighbor may not need. Everybody's a different situation. Um, the don'ts do not apply for a loan and max out your credit cards. <laughs> do not apply for a loan and open a new credit card or an installment account. Okay. Do not sign on a loan with someone else. Do not buy a new car. Do not buy an RV. <laughs> Don't do anything. From the time you open that loan application, Pay your bills continuously, like I said, but save your money. Yeah. Don't eat out three times a day. Just keep as much as you can in your accounts. Keep your credit lines as stable as possible and where they're at until after you close. 
don't go buy all new appliances and furniture for a house that you have not purchased yet. Yeah. Because you get in a situation where you've went to Lowe's and you've spent $10,000 and that $10,000 has put your debt to income ratio out of the limits. And now you no longer qualify for the house. So you have all these appliances and all this furniture for a house yeah, that is not yours. Okay. Yes. So very, very useful tips for people that are wanting to buy, whether it be with me or someone else, your mortgage lender will appreciate that advice. So how, how long yes. is it from the time that you open like your, I forgot what exactly was that you called it, but when you apply for the loan, how, what's the period of time? It just depends on if they're under contract because I always tell people get a pre-approval first and then talk to your realtor and then go find your house. Yeah. Don't go look at a $350,000 house and make an offer and you haven't even talked to a lender right, yet yeah. because you don't even know if you can get $350,000. The best thing you can do is call myself, call your lender that you've worked with in the past, um, whoever that you trust. You need to work with somebody that you trust and it's going to guide you in the right direction. There are so many mortgage products out there right now that they look so good on the surface. Mm -hmm. You know, we can get you this rate. We can get you this. We can get you that. But at the end of the day, while it's not lies, there's lots of small print that some of these companies put out there. So you just have to be very careful with what you're getting yourself into, what you sign for, uh, because once it's closed, you're done. There's no going back. You can't get that money back. So just be careful. Um, talk to somebody that you trust and get that pre-approval first. Make sure that the house that you want, you can afford. Mm -hmm. And just because you can afford it on the mortgage side of it, doesn't mean you can afford it. You don't right. want to be in a situation right. where you're maxing yourself out every month, just making a mortgage payment. You've still got to be able to live and feed your kids yeah. and have a decent lifestyle. So I take all that into account when somebody comes to me and talks to me, you can get approved for this, but this is 50% of your income each month to make yeah. this mortgage payment. Yeah. Are you comfortable with that? Right. Um, so it's a lot that goes into that. I, I always advise people, talk to your lender first, see what you're comfortable with, see what you can afford, talk to your realtor, and let's find a house that's fitting for you. Yeah. Sometimes that takes 30 days. Sometimes it takes 60 days. I have some people right now that, you know, we've been working together three and four months and they yeah. still haven't found the house for them. They will eventually, but it just takes time. Yeah. Does that apply for a business loan to like, what would your thoughts be on that? Like, would you, so we don't do commercial lending. Okay. We do at the bank. Yeah. Um, the bank has a commercial lending department and I'm sure they would probably tell you some of the same things that I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, because I think it's just a good general rule of thumb yeah. with any loan situation, probably. Yes. Like, um, without, I guess, getting too much into it. If you use a line of credit, like a credit card for purchasing, I mean, I purchase a lot of clothes. I'll just go ahead and mm -hmm. say, I'm like an inventory. An inventory. An inventory. Yes. Yeah, yeah I own a business, I have an inventory. I'm using myself as a example. I use a line of credit to purchase inventory because, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, you don't usually have like ten dollars or $15,000 laying around right. just like in cash. So how would that, would that hurt me going into applying for a loan? It depends on how your business line of credit is set up. Yeah. Is it in your personal name or is it in your business name? It is both. 
actually. Okay. So it really just depends. And without getting into too many specifics, there are certain things that we don't have to count against you personally yeah. if they're related to your business. Gotcha. You know, if you are a person that owns several real estate uh, properties, you have five, six, or seven different rental houses, mm -hmm. and you have an LLC that those houses are set up in, there is a way to not have to count those against you personally since they're in a business name. Okay. Um, you know, it, we it, and every situation is different okay. for every person and every business. Yeah. Um, it really just takes, we just kind of have to take the microscope to it and look at it and, and see how everything is set up behind the scenes. And with your CPA, you know, we work directly with CPAs sometimes yeah. to get those deals done and it just makes life easier for everyone. Oh, sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. It's just a nightmare without yeah. <laughs> having the accountant to help. Yes. <laughs> right? And people that are self-employed, get a good CPA. Get yeah. a good CPA. That's all I can tell you. Because the way you file your taxes, the way you keep track of your business throughout the year with your profit and loss statement, that's very important when you're thinking of making, um, you know, purchases or big transactions. Those are things that you want to have on hand and keeping them accurate, keeping them up to date, because most lenders, when you're self-employed, if you apply for a loan, they're not going to tell you anything until they see your tax returns. Yeah. So make sure you're keeping those up to date, accurate, and have them readily available if you're thinking of making any of those transactions, purchases, refinances, anything like that. Okay. Awesome. That's all good information. Yeah, yes. that is really yeah, good. Thank you. I'm glad we touched on that. Thank you so much. So we do have one more question. Oh yes. We yes. Have a question. <laughs> Go for it. What topping does not belong on pizza? Pineapple. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Kristen and I are pineapple lovers. I know. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's fine. We started asking everyone that question because we're, we're finding that like pineapple and anchovies are the most popular answers. And we did interview someone the other day that likes anchovies on their pizza. So yeah. it's, just, it's interesting. I don't like anchovies either, but... I don't know. Pineapple is just the first thing that came to my have mind. Have you had it? Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. I love and you pineapple. still don't like it? I love pineapple. It's something about, and it's not even the pineapple with the ham. It, it's like something about the marinara Yeah, the pineapple the sauce. that throws me off completely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think okay. it's a valid answer, though, because she's tried it. Yes. yes. It is about you've tried yes. it. A lot of people haven't tried it, and we're like, you can't knock it till you try it. Yes. <laughs> I will pretty much try anything. I will, I will at least give it a chance That's and good. then I will say, okay, I don't like that. Yeah. I do like this. I was wrong. My husband got me to try turnip greens. You would think being raised in the South, I would eat them just like everybody else around mm -hmm. here. I did not. He talked me into trying them. They're actually really good. I mean, I would probably put yeah. turnip greens on my pizza. Really? I put asparagus on my pizza before. That actually sounds very good. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's, I try to be really creative because I yes. love veggies. That sounds really good. It's, it's good. Don't knock it. It's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like to try that. Okay. Well, thank you for coming. Yes. Thank yes. you for having me. So I had a blast. Yeah, yeah, we this was fun. Fun. I feel like I learned some stuff. Yeah. Like really good stuff. I feel like everybody was learning. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. I appreciate it. Yeah. And if you guys are looking for a house and need a lender, um, call me. Let's talk. Call Whitney. Yes. Call That's Whitney. awesome. Tell us your phone number one more time. 256-497-2661. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you Winnie. Uh -huh. Have a great week. Busy Moms out.
The Busy Moms Podcast is brought to you each week by Carla Taggart and Kristen Pippen. If you'd like to connect with us, please email busymomspodcast at gmail.com.